This program is sponsored by Unidos US and Comcast. It's recorded in our studios located in Hollywood, Florida, USA. Hi everybody. Today is our podcast number 6. Everybody welcome. Hi Magali, how are you today? Hello Raisa. I'm happy to be with you here today. Today in our podcast, we are going to be speaking about a very interesting topic uh, that happened during our interview and basically after we became American citizens. We're going to be speaking about the pledge of allegiance and the oath of allegiance. Also the oath when we go to the interview and what is the meaning of those three different statements. That is what Magali our first question from our applicants, clients and students. What difference between oath to tell the truth, promise to tell the truth, oath of allegiance and pledge of allegiance. This is three different statements, three different think and very difficult for students to understand if they don't have clear explanation. Oath to tell the truth. Yeah, that is in the beginning of the interview. How this happen? What students they have to do? Uh normally and uh every during our interviews, the officer uh will ask every applicant to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. What does it mean, Raisa? That means you have to answer all questions what officer will ask you truthfully. You have to tell the immigration officer during your immigration interview all the truth. Even if you have done some kind of the mistakes in your past, you have to tell the officer about So you must be prepared because every single question that will be addressed during the interview has a total meaning. I will say that any question will be taken, taken, and also the answers, any of them, they will be taken for granted. So when we speak about telling the truth, it means that we have to be prepared to be clear, to be consistent, and to be transparent. That is part of the integrity and the good moral and character that the immigration officer is waiting for every single applicant. Officer ask you to stand up, to raise your hand, right hand. An officer will ask you, do you promise, do you swear to tell me the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So, help you God. You have to listen carefully. You cannot interrupt the officer and in the middle of the promise you have to tell yes I do. Yes I promise. You have to listen carefully. When officer finished, you have to say yes I do promise or yes I swear to tell the truth. What if the officer asks you, do you understand what did you did you promise? What do you promise? Yes, officer can ask you after uh, take from you promise to tell the truth. Officer can understand can ask you, 
Do you understand what happened right now? What did you promise me? And you have to say, I promise to tell you the truth. I promise to answer all your questions truthfully. This is my responsibility. This is my obligation to be open during my interview with immigration officer. And you have to be ready to explain. If something was done, some kind of the mistake, you have to explain very short with uh, uh, not so many words what happened. Absolutely, Raisa. We have to be clear that during the interview, so many commands will happen and we have to understand every single one of those commands. This is one of the most important ones. Once we get into the office of the adjudicator, or normally when we speak about the immigration officer, therefore, he will ask you or she will ask you to raise your right hand. But not always it happens at the same time. Sometimes the interview starts to happen. And as probably we mentioned, or we will have to speak about that rise in the future, that in the structure of the interview, the officer will be taking care of the N-400 application, the civic questions, and the reading and writing part of the test. So in, in order to speak about the reading and writing, nothing, absolutely nothing, uh, will be different than what the officer will be asking you about. So if the officer asks you to write down Washington, D.C. is the capital of the United States, there is nothing you can lie about, it, as well as the civic questions. But in the end, 400, maybe at that point, if it not, it's not at the beginning of the interview, maybe at that point in the interview, the officer will ask you to raise your right hand and also to take the oath before they continue to take or to get in deep into your N-400 application. Yes, Magali, that is the big, huge problem for many people who is going for interview. Because no rules, the way what officer can ask you any questions, an officer doesn't know which way you understand the question about your, for example, date of birth, and which way if officer will ask you, you don't understand the way what officer asking you. You have to come to our class and you have to learn different ways of officer to ask about any information what you have in your N-400. Officer not going to ask you anything out of your N-400. Only what you have in your N-400. And you have to tell the truth. If officer will ask you, okay, tell me what happened. Have you been arrested? Yes. Explain what happened. And you have to find a way to Make clear, officer understand what happened during your arrest. So when the oath is taken, very clear this happens in less than 30 seconds. It's so fast, Raisa, it's so fast. In our, um, as an applicant, and I would say in the shoes of every single one of the applicants, when you are standing in front of the officer, in your mind, Thousands of things are happening and probably you're like, okay, I have to pay attention. Okay, I have to sit down. What did you say? Many questions can be passing through your mind. But it is so, so important that once you start with the oath, you understand every single word the officer is inferring. 
So when they speak about the oath, chances for you that if you don't interact with the officer with your eyes, so then they can ask you about the meaning of this. So don't take this, as I said, don't take these questions and answers for granted. So if you say yes to the promise to tell the truth, please be aware about every single moment of your application where you have to speak or state about something. Sometimes officers give you command to stand up for your oath, raise your right hand for your oath, but sometimes officers, they don't give you command. They just said, are you ready for your oath? And here, your responsibility to understand what does mean you have to stand up showing respect to all you have to raise your right hand because you will promise not to lie you are promising to tell the truth you are promising to answer all the questions of officer truthfully you have to be ready understand commands if officer will give you that commands or you have to understand what you have to do if officer just checking if you understand importance of this part of your interview. I would say, Raisa, during one of my last experiences at USCIS, um, our applicants, one of the biggest limitations, and we already spoke um, in our past podcast about the English proficiency, but when we go and answer to the officer with, I don't know, that answer is very, very dangerous. And why I said that? Because when you say, I don't know, then you're not prepared. Then you don't know how to control the interview. And sometimes the truth is in the end 400, but you don't know how to explain it. And then you said, I don't know. And that I don't know had a different kind of meaning. In your mind, probably you're thinking, I don't know how to express myself. How important, Raisa, is to understand that when you close the deal at the interview and you decide just not to answer anymore because you are in blank to tell the truth. To tell you the truth, the problem is English proficiency. You cannot answer any questions during your interview. I don't know. Very easy, simple reaction of the officer. You are not ready for your interview. Maybe you can say, I don't remember. Long time ago happened. I don't remember exactly. And you can give at least some information about the question what officer asking you. But to say, I don't know means I'm not ready for interview today. I will go back, come back and I will be here for second chance and 60 or 90 days. With that, I don't know. You are getting far away from the oath. You are getting far away to tell the truth. But it's just because you don't know how to control your English. You don't know how to explain yourself. And that's one of the biggest issues that we can encounter during the interview with our applicants. But Raisa, this, as again, this is just the beginning of the process, or it could be in the middle of the process during your interview. So I think it's clear about to tell the truth as oath. But what about the oath of allegiance? 
Yeah. If we just said, oh, promise to tell the truth, that is the beginning of your interview, beginning of checking your N400 application. Oath of allegiance, that is the end of your checking N400. You have to prove the officer you understand importance of oath of allegiance. And you have to prove the officer you understand what means oath of allegiance. Oath of allegiance means promise of your loyalty to the United States of America. If you prove the officer you understand importance of this oath of allegiance, officer will send you to your ceremony when you have to take the full oath of allegiance. When you are uh, taking the full oath of allegiance, you are basically engaging as a new American citizen and you compromise, basically, Raisa, you compromise yourself to respect the law, to respect the Constitution, to respect the democracy, the system of government of the United States, to respect every single one of the institutions of this country. By taking the oath of allegiance, you are clearly understanding your duties and your responsibilities as a new American. Respect, I would say, obey. Obey the laws, obey the Constitution, obey the rules, rule of law of this country. To be obedient, to follow the laws, that means you are ready to be citizen of this great country. And you promise to be good, good uh, citizen in the future of this country, the United States of America. You see, Raisa, we expect so much the day of our ceremonies. We are eager to become American citizens because this is the end of our path in this immigration process in the United States. And with it, I would say that we are also embracing the country and telling the country that we are willing to open our arms and to become volunteer in case that the country is asking us to be part of. In any kind of natural disaster, in any kind of um, non-combatant service in the U.S., in the United States Armed Forces, we have to stand up and then to walk, and to walk with every single American to be part of this wonderful country and to defend the institution of, the institutions of this country. Yeah, where willing means, um, ready. I'm ready today to become a citizen of this country and I'm ready. I'm willing to do everything what law is required in this country. If I have to defend this country, if I have to protect this country, if I have to bear arms to protect, to defend this country, I'm ready. I'm willing. I'm willing to help the United States in case of natural disaster. And I'm willing to do everything what this nation, this country will need from me. Absolutely. And you know what? At the end of the N-400 application, we are openly speaking about the oath of allegiance. It happens that in our community, 
and, and the practice of every day when we study the application, most of the applicants do not pay attention to this impart, important part. Basically, our, our word to say yes to America goes beyond of our imagination. And it's so deeply considering to the institutional world of the American society. That's the reason why this is part of the pressure. It's a treasure to become an American citizen. It's an honor to be part of this wonderful nation. And so we really invite every single one of you to check upon the M400 application and to review questions 45 through 50, where you will find the oath of allegiance. And basically, even in page number 20 of your M400 application, very clear oath of allegiance until the day that we go to our ceremony rites. And what happened there? Okay, there you have to promise your loyalty to the United States. You have to promise to be loyal to this nation. You have to promise to obey the laws of this country. And you have to promise to help in any circumstance to the United States of America as your new country, which you choose as your country in the future. We have heard so many experiences at the Old of Allegiance. Um, and this is now after COVID times. The uh, ceremonies are very uh, little ceremonies. They used to have like 125 and 200 people in the same room uh, taking the Old of Allegiance. And because of COVID times, around 10 people or 12 people are in the same room. You, you will be given a little paper, and this little paper is the Oath of Allegiance. The officer will ask you to read it. How important is to see that before the um, ceremony, Raisa? Because you don't want to be seen as a person that don't speak at all English, so you cannot even read this Oath of Allegiance. Yeah, now our students, they learn that, we learn this in the class, and they are going to their ceremony prepare to make sure nothing gonna happen strange. They will be comfortable during their ceremony to promise loyalty to the United States. And Magali, what about the Pledge of Allegiance? What difference between Oath of Allegiance and Pledge of Allegiance? Well, Raisa, the Pledge of Allegiance we are taking when we go uh, to the flag of the United States. This is one of the uh, symbols that we honor every single time that we have uh, an event and, and, and you can see American society, how much they honor the existence of their flag. This is an institution, Raisa. This is something that every single American knows and by heart they pledge to this amazing country. Imagine kids at the school every day when they pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States. Why? As new Americans, we don't know the Pledge of Allegiance. We need to understand this is not going to be a civic question, but this is one of your duties as an American citizen. It's not too much to learn. At the end of the class, we are asking everybody to memorize Pledge of Allegiance. Only 20 words, and everybody can memorize and say that 
as children, kids, and elementary school, and middle school, and high school, they saying this by their heart, by their memory. They don't learn, but because every day they're saying that, of course they learn, but they know what that means. They have to stay in the front of the American flag. They have to put their heart, uh, um, uh, right hand on the heart, and they have to pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States, pledge of allegiance to this nation. I agree with you, Raisa. Physically, we are standing in front of our American flag, and then we bring our hand to the heart. But when we pledge, we swear to God. So we have our, we raise our right hand and we show with our hand that we said the truth and we are only telling the truth. But in the flag, we feel this as part of our commitments to the country. Very emotional time when you go to any kind of event in the United States, when you go to any sports, any concert, any place, then they pledge allegiance and they honor the flag of the United States. Every time that we pledge allegiance in the class, in our classroom, when we used to be in the classroom, Raisa, and now our COVID time, still we pledge allegiance to the flag. We invite every single one of the applicants that you can be also part of the uh, of the country understanding these are just like um, important statements that engage our life and an example because we are new Americans. Absolutely. Okay, I hope we answer everybody's question about oath, about oath of allegiance and about pledge of allegiance. Thank you very much, Magali. Raisa, I see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody.